This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound Barkcast deals with just about everything dog related. Dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog, dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi Russell, how's your week at Canine Point Academy been? It's been good Jay, thanks very much for asking. So we've had a few letters come in and one of the topics this week that I'd like to ask you about is uh, from Lisa. Uh, mm-hmm. Lisa is expecting a baby in the next few months. Congratulations Lisa. Congratulations well Lisa. She would like to know what she should do for preparing her dog for her incoming baby. Right. Um, another good topic. Thank you, Lisa, for writing in with that one. Um, I've got a couple of clients, actually, that are in a similar situation. And it's a really important thing um, to start now. So you might kind of think, well, I've got you know anywhere between one and nine months to prepare for this. Um, a lot of the time, people just don't do anything. And then the baby arrives, all hell breaks loose, and we're now trying to, to manage the dog. There's a lot of things that you can do now whilst the baby's still in the oven and give yourself that lead time to, to prepare the dog for it. So obviously your life is about, and you know this as a parent as well, when the babies, particularly the first ones arrive, it's all hands on the pump, it's chaos, you don't know what you're doing, you think you do, it's just your demeanor, your life turns upside down. Second and third child down the line, things tend to get a little bit easier. So, and it so is true also for your dogs, but particularly that first one, it's just getting your dog in the right frame of mind, i.e. the same as yours. So ideally, we need you on a, on a calmer level. So we can prepare the dog for all those different things that are about to, to happen. So what are the immediate things? Your, your timings may change in terms of you know, going to sleep, getting up in the middle of the night to feed or, or change the baby and so forth. In terms of your, your general working routine, that might also change. The big things are going to be there's new equipment around the house. There's cots, there's prams, there's walkers, all of this stuff that the dog's never seen before. Um, also, the way you carry yourself and indeed carry the baby and walk around the house. If you've got a dog that likes to jump up um, and you're walking there with a, a three-day-old baby, that's something that's going to freak you out. So what we want to do is get our dog used to all of these behaviors before the, the baby has arrived. So go out and buy your prams now. Get your baby room set up. Get your cots out. First couple of days, and just leave it in the, in the living room. The dog is going to walk around, have a sniff, and be all excited and interested in this brand new piece of furniture. But then nothing really happens. It just becomes boring. So by the time we start using it, it's been there so long. It's just like the chairs you already have. It doesn't mean anything. In terms of things like prams, and this is where you can have some fun, and I advise everyone to do this, and I, I do question how many people actually go through with it. And I do it here as part of my training routine. I've got a dog coming in from next week specifically for this. Um, I've got a pram here. I've got a large teddy bear. That goes in the pram and we'll do some walking drills and some basic obedience drills with the dogs. Excuse me. Um, just getting used to this, this moving thing and this bare thing inside. 
So to begin with, the dog's obviously all very interested in sniffing and maybe pouring at it. But after a while of the routine, they're just used to going for a walk with the pram, like it's totally normal. When I had my first child, obviously we were away in the hospital for um, a certain amount of time as well. So, I mean, a lot of people will be away from the doggy. And so what do you recommend? I mean, obviously bringing the dog to a kennels and, and, and like yourself mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. and letting them look after here. When would you bring the dog back to there? So the, the time between yeah. going to have the baby and bringing the baby back and the dog back, when's the best time to bring the dog and introduce it to the baby? And a double part question for you. How does that introduction to the to the real life baby work? Okay, so uh, two key points there is there's no specific time. It's not there's a five day window that you've got to be bang on with. It doesn't work like that. And obviously, yeah, if you're in the hospital and you know you're there back and forth, yes, it may be easier for the first few days. You know, bring the dog here. We can they can stay over here. You know, we can do some work with them or whatever. But at least it gives you a couple of days to get home, get yourselves settled in, give yourself a couple of days to get into your own new routine with the baby, and then bring Rover back into it after a couple of days or you know whatever you feel comfortable with. The important part though is to have done all the work beforehand with your dog, so that he's used to things. Um, I mean, we. We all like it when we come home and the dog's super excited, wagging a tail and, you know, jumping up. It's like, quote, unquote, they've missed us. They're happy to see us. And that's all fine. But if you think it through, if you've got a dog that jumps up at you all the time, you might like it now. But, you know, as soon as you walk around with a baby in your hands, a newborn, you're not going to like it quite so much. So all of a sudden, you're going to be very reactive to your dog for all of these behaviors that are normally accepted. And now they're not. And the common denominator, common denominator is the baby. And that's a dynamic you don't want to get into. So if we've already done a few weeks, preferably months of work with the dog, getting them into a new routine, how to act when we come home normally or with the shopping or carrying a teddy bear or even borrow a mate's or a neighbor's child just to get the dog used to these pictures, then when it turns up live, sure, your new baby's going to smell and sound a bit different, but the pictures that you're presenting look kind of similar. And one thing you mentioned there is, is about the smells and the sounds. And obviously, now I remember when, when I had my first child, I think I read and I did, I did talk to you at the time as well, but should we be letting the dog smell the new... So, for yeah. example, when my first child was born, I think I then took some of the clothes or the wrapping home that she was not born in, but, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever, the cloth, and just let the dog sniff it and, and be part of it. What, what's your thought process over that? Um, yeah, you can do. There's, there's no sort of harm in it. So, you know, if you know, for example, the baby's going to come back in a day or two and you just happen to be at home, the wife's in the hospital or, or whatever, yeah, sure, you can bring some of the items back. And again, it's just there. The dog can have a sniff so that when the baby arrives, oh, oh yeah, okay, I recognize that smell as well. So it's just less of a, a shock to the system, if you like. Um, so it's just, and again, just more about having things in the dog's mind that he's all prepared for this. Another thing is a lot of people have a, um, a baby room. So we'll set up, you know, this is the nursery room and that's just, that's where we change the nappies or we, that's where the baby sleeps. And it's, um, it's a sterile room usually and everything's you know, got to be, you know, boiled alive and clean and everything. So God forbid the dog should ste- step in there. And again, what t- happens is you start to create barriers. And the minute you start doing it, the dog's like, well, you know, everything was normal before. Why can't I go in this room? Why can't I be around here? So for me, I would include the dog in all of this. If we've got a good boundary stay with the dog, so they'll stay on the little bed, bring their bed into the nursery room, 
put them on place. They can lie there and just chill out. You can pr pretend to change the nappy on the teddy bear. You do that a hundred times and you bring the baby into the mix. The dog's like, oh, I know this room. I go and sit quietly on my bed. And that's how this works. So to summarize, we're really saying preparation is key. Uh, yeah, and again, if, if you map that out, you could apply that to, to absolutely anything. Um, it is particularly prevalent, I would argue, uh, with babies. Um, yes, we love our dogs. We think they're part of our family more than just being dogs, as it were, half the time. And that's great. And your dog might be the friendliest, loveliest, most amazing dog ever. But if you change the picture and change the dynamic quite suddenly, and equally, if your dog's maybe never really seen kids or babies, I mean, they might, they might have seen young kids running around, but they might not have seen a baby that's constantly screaming or crying or strapped to a chair or then starting to crawl. And for sure, the baby's never seen a dog. So if they start poking and prodding and, and everything, um, that's when we're going to start to have issues. So the more you can do ahead of time to prepare the dog for this new arrival and the new pictures it's going to see, you're way ahead of the gate. And then when it arrives, it's already going to be a little bit calmer. And in terms of getting the dog used to coming up and smelling the baby and things like that, that's going to be a much easier task for you. So yeah, having it planned ahead is always a good idea. Cool. Well, I think we've covered that. Congratulations, Lisa. Hope it all goes well. Congrats, Lisa. And uh, remember, if you are about to have a child and you do have a dog, then bring them to K9 Point Academy and let Russell train them. Indeed. Thank you very much. Thanks, Russell. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out K9 Point Academy. That's K9PointAcademy.com or go to Facebook and search K9 Point Academy.